Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Dynasty the Podcast. And I just want to take this time to say I hope everyone enjoyed their Easter. Um, I don't really celebrate Easter or any really holidays anymore, but happy Easter to all that enjoy. I actually, I actually did get to go see my family this year, um, and I enjoyed that. I got to see my grandmother, so and my great aunt, well, my my aunt. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, so that's, we're going to go right into it. Today's episode is going to be about, um, just the NBA playoffs, um, the shows that I watch, you know, um, a few of the shows that I watch on Sundays and stuff, you know, the, you know, the regular routine, the ones that I usually watch, I'm going to like do a like review on them and just get my opinion on what I think and what I, you know, basic stuff like that. And talk about, <clears throat> and it's going to be other stuff throughout, um, little stuff that I did for my Easter weekend, like little stuff that I did. I'm just going to share it with you guys, um, you know. So, yeah, we're going to start with, we're going to go with, through all the series, all eight series, it's East, um, four, the four um, on the West and the four on the East. The first one I want to discuss is the Sun versus the Pelicans. Um, I think in the first game, well, let me just start off by saying this. I think the Suns, the Suns are just gonna is better than the Pelicans. They're more experienced. They got like tougher, just overall everything, coaching and everything. Just more experienced. Um. I think the real difference was like the Pelicans just didn't come out like with the intensity they had when they had in their playing games, and I think, I think they just, I think they're just the inexperience has caught up with them with this team with the Suns, and I don't think they're gonna have a real chance of winning the game. I think they're gonna sweep them, but they do have a chance, a puncher's chance to get one game. So. If I had to go with first guess, I would say Suns in four, and and yeah, that's what. We, and I think they're gonna win the second game. If they were to pull a game or upset off, um, I think Brandon Ingram and the guys on the bench were gonna have to do better job of just outplaying the bench guys. I think Aiton had a great game. Um, Cam Johnson's making the case he should be the sixth man of the year. He had a great game the first game, so. Yeah, it's gonna to be tough for the Pelicans to come out of this end with like with any chance of winning, but they do got a punch of chance. Brandon Ingram is a stud. I don't think he's a superstar, but he's close to it. If they would start winning more, I think he'll be considered a superstar because he is their number one player. Because Zion's not playing, but Brandon Ingram's he's pretty he's a pretty tough guy, and he looked pretty well down the stretch and also in these last few weeks. I mean, these last few. The last few games, um, with them beating beating the teams in the playing game and getting to the eighth seed. So yeah, that's pretty much it on that. I think yeah, the Suns got an easy easy um round this this round. I think they're gonna advance pretty easily. Um, my second my the second the the uh, Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. I would say that the I was a little shocked that the Grizzlies lost the first game. I think that. 
they came out kind of flat. I think what from my eyes, I think they came out flat. They didn't they didn't have the intensity that the Timberwolves had. That Timberwolves are coming off um two very exciting games. Um the two playing games. They have a lot of momentum. And I think the Grizzlies were just kind of taking it lightly. I do expect them to win this next game. I don't think them I don't like them to go down two games and have with home card advantage. And I definitely think they're gonna win one at least in Minnesota. So if it, at worst, it'll be a 2-2 series. But I think this game is going to go seven games. I think the stuff that I was talking about when I was discussing, like, Edwards and Russell, uh, I think it's like a few episodes ago on, my, on the podcast, on the, on, the, on, this, on the podcast show. I don't – I think they, they, like, they got the message. Like, they literally, like, Edwards has been playing out of his mind. He's been averaging 30 a game the last since the play-in started and the game before the play-in. He's been on a tear. Russell has been not turning the ball over. He's been very solid offensively, and he, he does a great job defensively, usually on the perimeter. And Pat Beverly's just been a – he's been torturing – he's been torturing the other guys' um, best, best um, scorer on the team. So I think he's been a headache. And I think he stepped up to the plate and his leadership shows and it shows and his winning and, and the most talented player on the team, um, Carl Anthony Towns, which if if you really think gotta recall, he was like the number two number two or three pick. I know he was Anthony Davis was number one, he was number two. So every if if you had to ask, everybody was split between Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns when they came out of college. Most people thought Anthony Davis was better because he ended up winning the championship or whatnot. But I believe Carl Anthony Towns definitely has the most upside out of them guys, and it's kind of it's kind of shown that he's being able to be dependable, and he's only gotten better over the time. He's actually been on the virtual teams than Davis has been, and look at the what's happening now that he has a a solid star all-star on this team which is pat beverly to be like this is a solid guy that's that's a professional that's a leader that that's tough that's gonna gonna make everybody around him accountable and he made him accountable and and it's just and like i said they got a young star that you never know what can expect he can have his outbreaking moment at any given time and it looked like he's taking he's he has um accepted that challenge of being a star and he wants to be a star in this league and he's he hit, they they got an upset first game. I will I can't wait to see what Memphis does in game two, and it's gonna be an exciting game. But yeah, we're gonna see. That was my take on the game and the series. I said Grizzlies in seven now, but it's kind of like watching it. It's like their teams are very evenly matched when it comes to like the the Timberwolves actually have a solid bench. Uh, I think I like the. The reason why I give Grizzlies the edge, I like the Grizzlies bench a little bit better. I think they have a little bit more of youth on their starting lineup, like Desmond Baines, Jackson. Them guys is pretty pretty nice. I think they like they Jackson had a pretty good game game when he actually had the best game out of everybody to me because he had a great defensive game. So we're gonna see. They just gotta do better. Like they gotta contaminate um Carl Anthony Towns a little bit better, like in the paint. But I think Jackson did a good job, but it's gotta be a little bit more. He gotta he gotta he gotta want it more. That's all I can say. And somebody gotta match um Beverly's intensity on that on the um for the um Grizzlies. So 
And John Morant got to got to outperform Edwards. That's what it come down right there. Like Edwards outperformed him first game, and I think y'all need to um learn how to um not score as much, but like try to get like fifteen assists and and. and in um situations like this, he need to be a, a general and a defensive stopper because, like, he has to be that for his team. He has plenty of help. He has to trust his teammates. He has to go in with the mindset. Don't turn the ball over. Create turnovers, fast, pay, fast point breaks, and get out in space and, like, create op- easy opportunities. He has to have that mindset. And he had to get his big man's running, get his guys in the corners, wide open shots. He had to do a better job. He didn't do excellent job to me first game. And well, until the second half, they, they put a little bit better. But they got to come out a little bit more intensity. Um, that's pretty much it on the tag. I, 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 y'all know I like the Grizzlies. So, and I like the, I actually like the T-Wolves, but I'm not, like, thinking they're going to win. But you never know. Like, I like, I like um, Beverly. And we're gonna see how that game go, but it's gonna go. I got Grizzlies in seven. That's my prediction for the whole series. Um, and I think for game two, I think Grizzlies definitely gonna win. So we're gonna see what happens. If I was a Batman, that's who I pick for the three through six um series versus the Warriors and the Nuggets. Um, I just think the three must the three the three All Stars, the three future Hall of Famers, Dream One, Steph and Clay. They guys, they was prepared and they was ready to go execute in the, in the um, playoff game. They didn't, they didn't, they looked like they were just the team that has been there before and they were prepared and they were ready to beat the Nuggets. And the Nuggets, to me, have this like up and down type of team. And I don't think Nikola Jokic is, I just, He's good, but it's like he's big. Like he he takes up so much space, and like he gets so many offensive rebounds, like stuff like that. He he gets his own shots a lot, like second chance shots from his own misses, and like his numbers are a little bit um how do you inflated? Uh, Cause I like you know, I just don't see him helping his team to like the victory, like the 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 crucial victories. Like this is a. Like, it would have been great for them to take game. I don't think they're going to win game two. Um, Poole had a great game, first game, and I don't see anybody coming off the bench for – I don't even know. Is he coming off the bench? Poole might be – it might be three guards with Clay, Steph, and him on starting. But I don't – you know, well, Wiggins – Wiggins had a great defensive game. So, like, yeah, like Poole coming off the bench probably. And I think, yeah, that, that was – he, he – they're, they're shooters on that. Shooters on that team, man. I don't think the Nuggets gonna be able to handle these guys on all when they firing the all cylinders. Um, um, my prediction for the series series will be the Warriors in five. Um, the Nuggets definitely have a, a fighter's punch to win one or two games, so I'm just gonna say the, the Warriors in five. But they could possibly go to six. Um, the last series uh, for the Western Conference was is the Jazz versus the Mavs. Uh, I did not check the status of Luca. I don't even know why he's hurt or how he got hurt or why he's he might be suspended. I know he got technical. I don't know if that's why he got suspended or not. But I'm trying to figure out what's going on, why he's not playing. But I didn't do more research. I'm sorry. But I just watched the games, and I'm just telling you what I feel about the games. I don't care about that. They do after after they leave the court. I don't know them. <laughs> but, no, for real, I do. I am interested in the playoffs and the NBA, so... 
I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on that a little bit better. But yeah, he had he didn't play the first game. The game was um the Jazz pretty much had control of the game. I you know I don't know. I think it would be a lot different if Luca was on the court on the court. So if he does return, I will get I would say I like the Mavs in seven. And if he doesn't, if he's like really injured or hurt, I like the Jazz. I mean Dallas is in. The Mavs in seven if Luka comes back in this game two. And if he don't come back at all, I like the Jazz to win in six games. So it's all depending on if Luka plays or not. He didn't play first game, they lost. And it didn't look like they were going to do anything extraordinary if he, was to, if he wasn't to come back. I think it's going to be pretty much the same. They might win a game or two um, just because they got, they got a lot of shooters on that team. I, I can admit that, but... Yeah, Brunson's pretty tough. Yeah, but if he don't come back, they don't have a real chance. I got the Jazz in six. If he come back, I got Mavs in seven. All right. Now going to the Eastern Conference. Um, the first the the um Hawks versus the Heat. Um, one eight um matchup. I think the Heat are just a better team. They actually are very inconsistent to me in their shooting. Like when you know. Just like winning because of their shooting, so they that first that first game they were making their three pointers and everybody was making them. So if they can just make their three pointers, it's nine times out of ten just to fit based off the fact that their their defensive prowess is pretty high. That's what they they um feed off of their their um defense was really excellent. They closing out the threes and not allowing um um what's the name. Ice Trey, what's his name? Tripping. Um, Trey Young, tripping. Yeah, they didn't allow him to get like, like really like setting his shots and getting getting like you know getting in his way, having his way. They did a great job of containing him. Um, he they made him earn any everything he got and the whole team and everybody just played tough all around the low post. They couldn't get nothing going down there, and. And yeah, it was a pretty tough game. First game, they play like that. The Heat play like, like that with that intensity on defense. Is no, I'll, I'll just have to say I think the Heat gonna, gonna win in five, and and they're gonna win in five if they play like they did, um, game one. If they play like that for the rest of the series. Now if they get like, you know, the intensity drops down and the Hawks find out how to get their shooters open and make their open shots. Then I would like I would say Heat and six. I still like them to win the series, but they might get a game or two. They might get two games, but definitely the Heat and six. Um, for the second for the two through seven series, which is the most interesting series out of all the series in the whole entire NBA playoff right now, playoffs right now, which is the Nets versus Celtics. This got to me the most evenly matched team, like in my book, just like punch for punch, blow for blow. I really think Jason Tatum has ascended to superstardom just watching that first game. Like, he's he's officially, you can't deny his superstardom. Like, he's, he's arrived, and he's he's taking the helm of being the number one player on the Celtics. Just, I'm not even talking because he made the last second, second shot, but I just think that his consistency has been at a high level the whole entire year. He hasn't dropped off at all. I remember a previous year or two when he got to the star level, 
he'll have spurts where he didn't make shots or this and that. He hasn't allowed that anything to affect his production. If he's having a bad shooting night, he's going to play better defensively. He's going to get to the free throw line. He's going to do all kind of things to expand and make himself and make his presence felt in any matter. It, may, it needs to be felt even if he's not making shots. He's going to figure it out. And I think that's what separates him definitely from like him being a superstar on the team, Jalen Brown being just a star still. But he had a great game as well. So we're going to see if these guys could continue that. It was really tough because you got Kyrie and Katie on the other side. So I definitely think this is going to go seven games. But I'm going to go pick the side of the champions. They're, they're, they already won, and they, and I think they're pretty hungry. I think Kyrie's really hungry. Um, and I and I like I like the Nets. Nets in seven, if I had to predict. And I also think they're going to win the second game. So after game two is over, the Nets will series will be tied 1-1, and I got them winning in seven games. But we're going to see. We're going to figure it out. And it's going to be a great series. So, yeah. And for the Bulls and the Bucks, this is the most lopsided series, I think. I just think the Bulls have lost too many pieces. Like, they're banged up. Like, even if the guys are playing, they don't look like the same team like that they did when they the first 20 games of the year. And I'm not, I know it changes after All-Star break, everybody turning on, but the Bulls looked good on defense, and they looked great on offense. Like, Lonzo made... That team's so much better offensively. He's he's a forty percent three point shooter. We can't we can't just laugh that off. It's like he hasn't been shoot. He was shooting forty plus percent or close to forty percent if he wasn't shooting it um, this year, and he shot forty percent last year. So that means he's consistently making three point shots, and he's their prime assist guy and the guy that gets the offense going and gets the ball pushed. He's one of their better probably elite um, perimeter defenders and you can't the stuff that he he has it's like all the little stuff that you overlook and it's like the back of the stat sheet but it's it, he's doing it and he do it at a high level and he's a leader he let his actions speak on the court so it's like when he's not even there it's like he's really not there because he's not a talkative person he probably chat with his guys but you know he's not out flamboyantly talking and I think um yeah, I think he's a big part of why the Bulls did not um are not gonna have a chance in this series. Giannis looks like he's the MVP from the finals and it's gonna be very difficult to stop him. He's probably gonna get to the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. I don't know who he's gonna have to beat, but he's probably gonna get there. Unless he plays the next second round, which I haven't seen the number, I don't really I ain't really thought to the next round, but if he plays the Nets or something, then it might be tougher um, battle but if he gets anybody else he gets in the second round when, he, when they advance he's going to win and he's probably going to get to the Eastern Conference and that's where it's going to be his toughest stats probably and then we're going to see but Giannis has looked great his role players like Drew Holiday Middleton um, Bobby Portis all them guys have stepped up they guys look like they in playoff form um, Brooke Lopez is hitting full stride he, he missed half a year um, so it's gonna to be tough to beat the Milwaukee Bucks again, and they might they have a chance of repeating. So they're not out of this race, and they really are being overlooked. 
because of like the the trades that happened this um this year and uh, and then you know the, the Kyrie situation and KD you know it's always a show because he's the best player in the league and yeah just like it's it's a lot going on in the East um for the Sixers and the Raptors um game one I just think like the Sixers bench just did their thing and like you know Embiid and James did what they were supposed to the superstars. Um, they did enough, and the guys that was on the benches, they just play outplayed the the um second team for Toronto, and they're probably a little bit deeper because Toronto has been battling injuries. That's why Scotty Barnes is probably might be considered one of the um, NBA Rookie of the Year. I still like Mobley over him, but I haven't mentioned him enough. But I don't watch a lot of Toronto games. I'm gonna be honest; they're like not in America, so they don't get talked about a lot. So. They don't even get on TV. Like, people don't discuss them. But I try to pay attention to everybody. I know Scottie Barnes been balling. And also, yeah, he's been consistent across the board defensively. He fills up the stat line. So, yeah. Them guys, they got a puncher's chance. I'm not going to they not. I'm not gonna discredit that. The champions on their team. So, we're going to see. I still like the Sixers in, like, six games, though, if I had to predict the series. And since they lost... I'm gonna say Sixers are gonna win again at home, and then they gonna have to. Um, it's gonna be a tough one in the third game, but we're gonna we're gonna go for just the second game. And yeah, that's pretty much it for like <clears throat> my picks. My picks for the NBA. <clears throat> oh yeah, I had like it was um. I haven't done a show in like, you know, a few days, but, you know, I just, you know, just like to um, really give y'all some stuff when I come on here, some real stuff to talk about. I thought it was funny. I'm, I'm going to go right into the NFL. I didn't get to talk about it. It's when um, Baker Mayfield had, was on a, one of these podcasts and he was talking about um, he wanted to like go into like somebody's job and like hackle them. And I thought that was funny because now he's like going on shows just just like attention seeking, like but he doesn't understand the reason why the Browns don't want him on the team or they didn't think he was gonna be their future quarterback is those perp the stuff that how he how he's wired and how he think. He's not a team first person. He's always thinking of himself. And in the NFL, that's like the worst kind of um attitude to have. Like you, it's only so much you can get away with, and, and if your um talent level is not elite or of above par, like he's a, he's 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 not even an average quarterback to me in my eyes. And I've seen this since he, like, I just don't understand why he feels he's so he feels so like he should be winning, like, or he should be like put in a position of like you're not a winner, like you haven't been winning since you got in the league. I don't care if you got hurt. That's not nobody's fault. Everybody has a risk of getting hurt. And I just feel like he just like a wool me type of person. Like, I can't, I don't like him. Like, I just don't like him. I, he's like a permanent, like he solidified himself as a backup now. Just from doing that interview on the podcast in my book. He's not a, he's not a, he's not like, he's not a star quarterback. <laughs> he's a fraudulent, he's fraudulent. Like, I don't, I don't rock with him like that. And I just, and that's pretty much it. I had to discuss. I had to get it off my chest because I didn't get to talk about it. And I, the picks that I did, this um episode will be coming out 
like the same day of game when the game two start on Monday. So, like you might not get the picks in or whatnot, but you're gonna get my prediction of what I think, and that's pretty much it on that. I meant to say that after I get branded down, cause like Easter, I didn't get it. I wanted to do it, but I didn't do it. I was hanging out with the film, but yeah. Mm. That's pretty much it for sports today. I'm just, yeah, I don't have nothing really too much crazy. Like, it's been it's football, basketball. It's hockey going on for playoffs, I think. It's, I don't know if they started yet, but I actually like hockey. I don't watch it none during the season, but I do check it out in the playoff time because it's actually really interesting, and it's a fun game to watch. It's very exciting if you actually pay attention. So I might be giving y'all some. And I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, so shout out to the Lightning. I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs. We always made the playoffs. If I'm wrong, y'all can correct me. Y'all can cuss me out, or y'all cannot. Y'all can feel how y'all feel. But oh well. Shout out to Lightning. <laughs> but um, yeah. And baseball is back, but I'm not going to be. I'm not intrigued until like it's the winter. Like I don't. I don't really mind the baseball. So many games, and you got to watch all the time just to keep up with who's winning, what pitchers winning. And stuff like that. And they don't promote it well. They do a horrible job of promoting baseball. Like, it's really horrible. And it should not be like that, but I don't know. I think I know why, but it's kind of obvious, too. But, yeah, they're going to sink their own ship. But they got enough money to um to maintain. It's a lot of old money over there. But they, they don't. I don't think they understand that they were so greedy in the beginning and so stingy and, like, just, like, trying to shield people from getting their notoriety for baseball, even when the 80s and when it was a lot of minorities and stuff coming into the league that was getting their shine. It always been like that once um Jackie Robinson got in. It started slowly but surely, but 80s was like a baby boom of like um brown and black athletes playing baseball. It hasn't been like that since for a long time. Like that was probably the most it was at the time, like with black and brown put together kind of. And a lot of those guys probably got on drugs and, you know, they fiddled them out. They got them, they got their um, face dirty in the game. So, you know, they didn't really highlight them guys. Some of them made it through, but you know what I mean. Like, it's baseball got to do a better job of just, like, keeping that brand alive. Like, nobody watched baseball. And it's not because it's a bad sport or anything. It's just, like, they don't do a good job of showcasing it. And even they, they don't do a good job showcasing the younger players, like the guys that's in high school, the guys that's in college. It's not like a a, a big following. And I think overall sports is kind of like, I don't know if because I'm shifting, but it's kind of like just for fun. Like a lot of people just use it. It's just for fun. But I actually think it makes, it brings together people. It brings people together because, you know, it's no, it's just a, it's a game, but then you get to, to have a real discussion with people, so it's cool to um, be a part of any sport. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it on my thoughts with that. With sports, oh, and um, mock draft, my mock, my second, my mock draft two point will be coming out this weekend. I don't know if it's gonna be Saturday or Sunday, but it's gonna be one of these days. Well, this day, one of those days this weekend. And I'm pretty hyped about that. So, yeah. And I'm kind of hyped about the draft, too. I really I really thought it was funny. I seen a clip of um the guy that they, they – the guy from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson, 
defense end, they say he's going to probably go number one or two to Detroit, which depending on who picks him. But I seen the the um the video of him doing his his pro day um two twenty five um bench press, and he got like twenty eight reps. But they they was like did did somebody help him the whole time? Kim getting spotted. I actually watched the video like twice and. I feel like probably the last six of them, he got help. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got he got like that little boost you need to get your your muscles back up, like pumped up. And I don't know, it's not that big of a deal, but I just that solidified for me. Like, he didn't want to do it at the pro day. I mean, at the combine, but he wanted to do it at his pro day, which is like, why would you duck when you in front of the league now? Like, you right here, and you, the pro day is probably what. Three four weeks after the um NFL after well about a month after I won't say three four weeks, but everybody's time is different between three to six weeks after that you have time for after your pro day and whatever whatever whatnot, but I I thought he should have just did it he should have did it then if he was gonna do it at his pro day it's not a big deal right it's competition so what what you're competing against everybody that's considered the best at your position at the combine i mean yeah at the nfl combine but you only compete against your teammates when you go to your own um, pro day so i don't i didn't like that i like i feel like he was the stuff that i feel about him like everything all his like his size his height his speed is average and i just think they want to hype him up he played in like the big 10 who's in the big 10 again i don't even know what team is actually good in the big like you know besides ohio state and michigan like those are the only two teams that are consistently good and i'm not there's no disrespect to all the other teams but y'all know what i'm saying like it's two teams that only that dominate and it's, it's really only one team that can dominate nationally and that's ohio state and it's because they they where they the way they recruit they recruit to superior athletes from all, all areas to come to ohio state and they always been getting the Florida guys, the California guys, and you know the Louisiana guys. They go to they go to Ohio State consistently, and Michigan. They've been doing a good job with Harbaugh being there. He's a great coach, but he you know he don't never have the own horses when it's time to play Ohio State or he goes to play Georgia or Alabama in the championship. He never had the horses, and like I said, Ohio State is only only team I've seen proven to beat those teams I named like with the speed, the the strength, the size. Consistently, Ohio State's always in the mix, and Michigan has been second fiddle for a long, a long time now. Um, so yeah, we gotta do better of, of overhyping these guys. And I just wanted to mention that because, yeah, he definitely got a lot of help on the, on them reps. He probably had a good solid eighteen because he was struggling for you know eighteen and twenty two. I'm giving him that by itself without nobody really helping him on the bar. I'm giving him that. And that's not a lot for a defense end. You need to be closer to the 30 range and 25 to 35 range if you want to be, like, percentile of top defensive ends. Um, I don't I don't know. I just think he's overhyped. The stuff that they show me is, like, him running around. He's not even great angles. Like, he just, like, him. he had a motor. He's a, he's a good rotational guy. Like, that's how I feel about him. He's, like, a rotational defense end. He's going to go be hard. But he's not going to be tough on the run game. I guess because the league's not run oriented, heavy as it used to be. He does, but you still got a lot of RPO stuff. So you still got to be strong. You still got to squeeze gaps and get back over the top. Like you got to fight. Like he's gonna get. I don't know. 
It's some big, strong, physical, fast guys in the league, and he might get exposed. Like, he going to get exposed, I think. I just really think that. So, But I'm not saying he's out wishing bad. I just know what I see on film is not it's not all that. And um and I'm I'm I, and I I think I had him going to like ninth, but I don't think he's gonna go ninth, but he should go ninth. <laughs> he's not the best. Like he's not the best athlete, he's not the most upside, like whoever and you know what I noticed? Like I was having a discussion with somebody about football and I was just saying like they don't teach the basics anymore. They don't really teach the basics no more. And every coach has a way of different way of coaching. So you never know what kid get what the kid has got. He might have literally got all the way to college through college and to the NFL combine or and scout the and pro day and whatever. And he hasn't had a coach that taught him technique ever, just because he's been so athletic and so gifted. And I just really want to harp that you have to learn technique when you playing any sport. Technique. Um, being consistent, all the little stuff that nobody watches you every time. Even if you're the most gifted athlete and you get superior, you have to work on the little stuff. If you work on the little stuff, all your gifts will just be like, like your toolbox of um will just be through the roof. And yeah, so like really like understand that. Um, all athletes, I'm talking to y'all. Like if you're still playing the game, you gotta understand that. I harp that out to any anybody I train or anything like that. So got to be consistent with that. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the sports. Um, I talked about the little workout stuff. I'm pretty sure things happened in the sports world um, today that I didn't catch or whatnot, but I'll catch it on my next one. But, yeah, the road's moving pretty quickly, so times change all the time. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, I want to do the next the next um episode I really want to talk about. I don't want to give too many of my ideas cuz like I have I have real aspirations to be like a movie writer. So but I've been thinking about movies that should be remade. So like I'm gonna post I'm gonna start posting my um links of my podcast everywhere and like leaving my email address and stuff wherever I post my um links and stuff not on my my page but like on my just like random people like or people that I have influence that people have like I look up writers and all that whatever I be looking however I'm going to connect to like the masses and stuff with my own by spreading my podcast like I really want I have ideas of like remaking like certain movies I'm going to give you, like, my top 10 movie remake next episode. I'm kind of hype because, like, I'm going to work on these movies. Like, but I'm going to remake them. I'm going to rework the scripts and all that. And I got some animation stuff that I had thought of, too. I'm not going to say until I start working on it. But, like, I got I got, I got, got the ideas of these, this writing stuff. So what I want to do. Um, That's pretty much it, man. Um, oh, fitness, fitness, what I'm talking about, um, my fitness regimen or fitness, whatever I'm going to be doing 
It's the summertime. I don't have a six pack and I got to get right. But I'm not out of shape. I can still run three to five miles right now. I know I can. I don't have problems with breathing. I don't have problems lifting heavy weight. None of that. So I feel great about my health right now. But I do want a six pack. <laughs> and I want to look good for my birthday in June. So, yeah. So I got to get right. I'm going to give myself six weeks to get, get myself right. And it's it's not six week. I'm not I'm not at the six week mark yet for my birthday, so I'm not I'm not rushing. But I, mentally, I'm preparing myself to go hard. And I'm gonna start off by just playing basketball. I missed today because it was raining. I didn't want to go in the rain. I didn't want to leave because it was raining. But to but I'm gonna try to do four days a week basketball. My twenty minute um core workout. I'm gonna try to do that four to five days a week. Hopefully I start posting it. Like I'm gonna just have it recorded and posting like my sessions of basketball and my stuff that I do core workout. I'm gonna just post every day just to create some content besides just my podcast, just to be like, you know, so people understand like I'm just not just telling y'all to do something and I won't be doing it. I kinda wanna do it and tell y'all to do it. So y'all kinda get some results too. But hey, we all should be trying to get right so we can go on the beach and, you know, Rock out and have a good time and just enjoy the sun. It's a good time to be down here in Florida. <laughs> Shout out to the state. <laughs> but yeah. And that's pretty much it. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really have nothing crazy to say. I just wanted to, you know, give some updates, talk about some sports. Um, and show love, you know. Make sure you know stay put some content out for the day, the week, get the week started, and um, and that's pretty much it, man. Y'all have a good day. I think I appreciate all that's listening, everybody that's like that's supportive. Um, uh, I appreciate you all. Um, peace. <laughs>